As Martin tells his readers, he enjoys reading history. He adds in Vanity Fair, The things that happen in real life are amazing, and they're brutal and full of surprises. But I like to make the reader think about these issues and to present different sides. I also want to reflect the fact that the values were different. It's tricky because you have to make it understandable to a contemporary readership of 21st century people, but you don't want the characters to have 21st century attitudes because they did not in a medieval society. In another interview, So Spake Martin, he mentions an interest in British and French medieval history in particular, saying, The Wars of the Roses, the Crusades, and the Hundred Years' War have been my biggest influences. Oh, and some Scottish history as well, such as the infamous Black Dinner that inspired my own Red Wedding. This isn't a matter of choice so much as it is one of necessity. I don't have any other language besides English, and there's a paucity of good popular English-language histories about medieval Spain, medieval Germany, and the like. I was in Germany last fall and looked everywhere for good reference books about the medieval Holy Roman Empire, which would be a treasure trove, I suspect. There are a ton of them that look likely, but all in German. He also reads a great deal of historical fiction, spanning from Roman times through the height of the British Empire. As he comments, History is written in blood, a gold mine, the kings, the princes, the generals, and the whores, and all the betrayals and wars and confidences. It's better than 90% of what the fantasists do make up. Thus, clear influences from medieval England appear throughout his series. The ancient conquerors of Westeros have historical parallels, as they do with the Celts and Christians. Many would call the first men equivalent to the Celts, with the seven kingdoms of the Andals as the Saxon seven kingdoms in England. They come from the same place as the Germanic Vandals who pillaged the Roman Empire. The Romans, in turn, are seen in the ruins and lost technology of old Volantis, from roads to forged metals. In this scenario, the most recent invaders are the Targaryens, or Normans, the successful conquerors of the continent. In So Spake Martin, Martin supports this when he notes that Aegon the Conqueror derives from William the Conqueror, the Norman leader who made himself King of England. The British culture we know, from modern English to the classical roots of society, is built on this progression, with the Normans the final conquerors. The trappings of the series, knights, chivalry, feudalism, noble houses with shield emblems and mottos, all derive from England, as do many Westerosi names such as Sir James Tyrrell, the supposed murderer of the English princes in the Tower, John, Robert, Edmund, Edward or Edard, Richard or Rickard, Jane, J-A-N-E or Jane, J-E-Y-N-E, Geoffrey or Joffrey, James or Jamie, Margaret or Marjorie, Marcella or Mircella, Thomas or Tommen, Catelyn or Caitlin, Lisa or Lysa, and Walter or Walder are English names that appear often in the Chronicle of Medieval England, as they do in Game of Thrones. Bran or Brandon, by contrast, is an Irish name meaning raven or crow. The Warden of the East, Warden of the West, etc., were important positions in England as well as Westeros.
With jousting, trial by combat, and divine right through magic swords, readers find themselves in the romanticized world of Ivanhoe or King Arthur. At the same time, the actual conditions of war, medical care, recipes, entertainment, and more echo English history, as do the ancient ruins dotting the countryside. Feudalism is a way of life, with house sigils and unswerving loyalty to one's immediate lord, even in civil war. Of course, Martin notes that his characters are only loosely historical, saying, You can do one-for-one conversions of the real world to fantasy, but if you're going to do one-for-one, you might as well just write straight historical fiction. It makes more sense to take certain interesting elements of Henry VIII and certain interesting elements of Edward IV, and maybe something from here and something from there, and put them together and use your imagination to create your own character, someone who is uniquely himself and not exactly like someone from history.